Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In Pennsylvania, an 18-year-old was fatally shot after meeting a Facebook marketplace seller to purchase a vehicle. A former Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher say that three times fast, has been deported after he was accused of sexual abuse. And in Mississippi, a corrections officer goes missing without a trace. Uh These stories and more coming at you today, Wednesday, December 13th on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. 12 more shopping days. Boys, I took care of two of those shopping days yesterday, or two of those shopping items for mm-hmm. my daughters, but I can't say what they are because they're not listening. But if they were, <laughs> yeah, there's a sure. small oh. chance Wendy might be listening and maybe they're in the car. Well, so. Why the hell aren't the girls listening? Well, they're not, you know. We need those numbers. It's cringy to them. I've forced 40, 47 there, Italians yeah. in New York have to listen to every episode there of this go. show. I mean, it helps. <laughs> you can use your Rosetta Stein. Yeah. Right. That's right. They actually speak English. Well, they they, <laughs> they can use Rosetta Stone. To learn <laughs> the, the Italians, the Italians were forced to learn English when they came here. Yep, uh, I believe that's true. Hey, I want to give a shout out to my dad who shout made out. who also speaks English. Lee Overton, three years Finger. old. Wow! Yesterday, and how, how many years young? 83. 83. Man, I hope I make a day. Papa Overton, happy birthday. So shout out, Dad. The legend. Did you guys go out and and shoot something together to celebrate? No. um, You know, I took him to eat some oysters and stuff like that. And uh, and some of my brothers and sisters came in and I let them have their time because they don't get as much access to him as I do. Did you go back to that same oyster place in Natchez? Always. God dang it, I got to get there. I I need a sponsor, by the way. Even yeah, they, even they just give us free food and beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's Tuesday as we tape uh, the show for Wednesday. Anybody see Tommy Cutlets last night? Speaking of Italian sports heroes, no, but I lost uh, fifty bucks. On you bet game. against my Giants last I did, night, and I thought about it when when I lost. I bet I bet against my Giants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, somehow we've won three games in a row. I don't really, uh, I don't really hey, know. Hey, ruining your draft pick. <laughs> as, much, as much as we love the Giants, shout out to Jaden Daniels from the LSU oh, Tigers. Yeah, yeah, Tiger for, third. Winning the third, third Heisman Trophy for Louisiana Billy State Cannon, University. Joe Burrow, and Jayden Is it Daniels. only three? Three. There have been so many lifetime. great players. Two in my lifetime. And only a couple more have ever been up. The honey, well, he, he wasn't with them then. But um, all the great uh, running backs. Name? Yep. Uh, but, but none of them have ever won it except for Burrow mm-hmm. in my lifetime, Burrow and, and Daniels. That's right. And then, well, of course, Billy good. Cannon. Go listen to that episode on Bloody Angola. Yeah. Great and, episode. Uh, he's an American. He's legend. in good. Uh, he is in good company then. You think he's going to be a great pro? Uh, he means put on some weight. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I mean, we had Rohan Davey go number one, and he was out for the Raiders, and he was out within a year. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bryce Young from Bama's 
getting tossed around. He's a little guy right. who's now yeah. the, you know, was the first pick and is playing for Carolina. He's getting tossed around a lot. I know the listeners love when we do sports talk. I mean, they don't. <laughs> some of them. <laughs> some of them. Um, I, I had an interesting couple of flights that I wanted to share with, uh, with, with, with Jim because he's, you know, just the catalogs all guy. this information about what's going on in the sky. Absolutely. So, so on my, uh, my flight to Palm Beach the other day, I'm sitting in the uh, in the exit row, and a guy is coming up the aisle, and he's coming up the aisle like one row every two minutes. He's elderly and making his way as best he can, right? So he gets right up to the exit row and goes to try and pick his bag up off the ground. And I mean, he doesn't have the strength to pick his bag up off the ground. So I said, hey, let me get that for you. So I get it and I put it above. And then he asks me to let him in. So he's he's sitting in the exit row. I look at him and I go, um, I said, look, not that I think we have a chance in hell if there's a problem on this flight, but you're going to be able to open that door in the case of an emergency? And he looks at me and he goes, there's an emergency. We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I go, That's right. I go, all right. Yeah. You're kind of guy. You're right. right. Let's see if the flight attendant figures this out when she, uh, right. or he comes down the, uh, right. the aisle and he gave the, he gave the yes and they didn't, uh, they didn't think twice about it. So that, uh, that was a, uh, that was an interesting one. I hadn't seen that one before. Um, and then on the way back, you know, sometimes you get on a flight and the, uh, one of the flight attendants is standing in the exit row as people are boarding the flight. Mm. Well, this particular uh, plane, the way they had it laid out, there was really only one exit row period on the, on the plane because they had squeezed a couple of uh, extra seats on the, on the other side that really cut into the exit row leg room. And so she's literally standing in the best seat on the plane because this is a Southwest flight. So I walk up and I said, Hey, I really want to sit where you're standing right now. And she says, okay, but I got to stand here through the boarding. So why don't you just sit in the passenger seat in the uh, middle seat until I'm done giving um, the instruction. I said, fine. These uh, two twins come walking on to the flight that, you know, were a little bit large and they, they come walking right up to where we are. And, uh, and one says, can I, can I have that, uh, the window? Cause I was, you know, it's sitting in the middle, but w w with the flight attendant there, uh, guarding the, uh, the exit, the, uh, aisle. And so she goes to the window and then her sister says, well, I want to sit back there too. And the flight attendant explains that she's holding the aisle seat for me. Why doesn't she just sit in the row in front until the flight attendant get, gets out of the way and then she can come in. Well, she didn't get that she was, she didn't understand that it meant she was sitting in the middle seat in my row. She thought she was going to get right where the flight attendant was. So when the flight attendant leaves and says, okay, she just comes immediately and sits in the aisle. So now I'm in the middle seat in the middle. between, and, and basically each of these women required 1.25 seats. So I've got Jesus. I've got point five seat in the middle when 
when I had the best seat on the plane and, and they're really funny. And so I said to the, I said to the one, um, here's the deal. I'm fine with this. So long as you guys promise you're not going to be talking the whole flight. If you're going to be talking the whole flight, then I want my original seat back. And the one on the aisle goes, well, we're not going to be talking this flight because I've had it with her shit. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. And the one on the window, well, I don't, I don't want to talk to you either. So <laughs> I end up in this seat with the two of them going at it for, thank God it was only an hour and 15-minute flight. I don't know. Hey, real quick, and to Real Life Real Crime, we, we had a listener who sent this message. I sent it to y'all this morning. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but she says, Woody Jim Mike, she, you know, talks about a story we're covering Real Life Real Crime daily and how excited she was about it, et cetera. And she goes on, I'm paraphrasing everything, to say that uh, she loves the show in Mile High Crimes. It's her, yeah. favorite, yes. her, it's her favorite section. And she says, thank you. And then, P.S., Jim is a hottie. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. hey, right. He's not going to be able to focus the entire right. show now. I got one more thing. I want to thank Rick Galster, who is with the Reclamation or Re- Reclamation Project, I believe is how it's pronounced, is a nonprofit for sex trafficking, and he sent us a Grady Judd on a yeah, shelf. Yeah, yeah, I saw that when I came in this morning. I was like, yes. Awesome, so, Rick. Rick, Rick, we appreciate, Ray, we appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. And it is uh, it is elfing on the shelf Sher- right there Sheriff in the front of the shelf. studio, uh, proudly guarding us. So thank you very much, sir. Now, now let's get into some true crime time for Wednesday. That's right. And an 18-year-old in Baltimore was shot and killed while deciding against a Facebook marketplace purchase. Marquise Harris, also 18, has been charged with first-degree murder and multiple handgun violations after detectives say he fatally shot the high school student, whose name was Carlos Ricardo. Ricardo was found lying in the road with a gunshot wound to the head, and this was on November 26, shortly before 8 p.m. Harris was arrested a week later on December 2nd. Uh, Ricardo was a student at J.P. McCaskey High School who came to Pennsylvania from Cuba in 2022. The team traveled 80 miles with a friend for a Facebook Marketplace car deal. He decided against it after checking out the car and drove off, and then he got shot in the head. He died at the shock trauma center at the University of Maryland. Now, Ricardo's friend took the wheel of the car after Ricardo was shot by one of the multiple rounds fired and eventually crashed that vehicle while trying to seek help. The phone number of the victim uh the phone number the victim was communicating with for the meetup was eventually tracked back to Harris. Uh, Ricardo's friend then identified Harris and the suspect was arrested at his home where police found a handgun. Harris told police that he was selling the vehicle on Facebook Marketplace and that he heard gunshots after the sale was called off and entered his brother's car. He rep- He's reportedly due in court on January 3rd for a hearing and look, Facebook Marketplace, a very popular, yes. uh, just really risen in popularity, yes. I think, primarily due to the fees 
You don't have fees with it like right. you do eBay or right. Etsy. Right. I don't know if Etsy has them, but I know eBay does. Let me let me say this: that way before Facebook had the marketplace and everything, it was like Craigslist and Backpage and shit like that. We used mm. to get crimes all the time. People would meet up and and they'd rob them. So I would tell y'all if you're going to do it, make hey, why not have the meeting in a police office in a police department parking lot? Yeah, or right. at least and, and, a public. And, and, right. Well, I mean, yeah, somewhere that you know you're going to be safe and somewhere where, you know, these bad guys are not going to do this. The smart ones aren't going to do it if you're doing it in front of a police department. No, right. I wouldn't. And actually, so. they used to have it, but I, I don't know if they still have them. They had a, a made a parking spot in New Orleans and in I'm one from one of the precincts just for people to meet up and, and do really? trades and swaps. So because so many people were getting robbed. And unfortunately, this guy got killed. Yeah. So, go I'm sorry. No, so we think the motive was just he's pissed that the guy didn't buy the vehicle. I mean, that's such I, a nice. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they hadn't really come up. You know, that motive doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But no. he he did. He ended up not wanting the vehicle, and and he definitely got shot in the head. No. Um, you know. Could, it could have been Robert too, because if he showed up with the cash for the vehicle, that's true. And I'm like, mm, no, I don't want him. Like, mm, bitch, give me your money anyway. And the shocking thing about this is, this guy uh, obviously there's a record of everything. He they tracked him by his phone number. Right, I mean, that's right, how they yeah, knew yeah, who yeah, they. Yeah. How but, stupid do yeah, you have to be? Yeah, prisons are full of dummies, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just. Uh, well, and if it was a robbery, the friend who lived and you know drove off and identified Harris would have said it was you know they tried to rob us after right. we didn't right. we didn't buy. So I don't. I mean that's just a it makes no. But look, so many things these days make yeah. make no sense. Hey, hey, y'all correct me on this because the I just read it briefly and I was, we should have said it in the beginning because we have so many listeners all over the world and especially all of the United States. These tornadoes. You read, read about that? Kentucky, Tennessee. Right. Yeah. And people died and everything, yeah. and the homes are destroyed. Look, we're no strangers to natural disasters here. I mean, my home's been sure. destroyed and the floods and everything else and hurricanes. Too. And worked every name storm for 20 years. It leaves people's lives are destroyed. They're starting over with nothing. We pray for y'all. Um you know, just it's sad, and, and and especially when you lose loved ones and, and everything yeah, and like and that. Clarksville, Tennessee is big, and it's right by Fort Campbell, and right. that's the uh, the city that was just really, really hit and where the uh, right. majority yeah. of the, the life loss uh, right. was. My prayers for them, but— And isn't this not the time of year for this? Yeah, this, it just—I mean, it happens. You don't really hear about not, it. You, usually summer, during the warmer, the warmer months, et cetera, right? Yeah. Um, all right, listen, I don't normally give a shit about baseball. All right, I know you guys do. Y'all can always name players. No, from the 19th, Jim gives a shit about yeah. 1988 uh, to 1994. Oh, Fernando Valenzuela. Well, I yeah. do care about. Knuckleball. Right. Feel me grow. I do care a lot about child predators, okay, and especially ones who get all for or, or people come out later on and say it's conspiracy theory. But I'm going to take you and tell you about Pittsburgh Pirates um, pitcher Philippe Vasquez, right? So earlier this month, he, he got deported to Venezuela, which is uh, this part I don't understand either. Um, but this is two years after he was convicted for statutory sexual assault, 
sexual abuse of children, and child porn and other charges in Pennsylvania, right? So ICE swung his ass uh, um, uh, on December 1st, and his real name, y'all, is Felipe Javier Riviero Blanco. And, and so they swing him back. And I get that, but why in the hell, after just two years, and you got all these charges, and when I tell you about them, they're freaking disturbing, y'all. Yeah. Now, this guy's famous, and, but the they said that you know his removal demonstrates the that Philadelphia's commitment to protecting U.S. people from predators, regardless of public persona, blah blah blah. And the the uh, they took him from Pennsylvania Department of Corrections and swung him back to his country. But he was a two-time Major League Baseball All Star, and he was sentenced to two to four years in prison, in August twenty twenty-one. And but it included two years of probation. Well, you know what? You get two to four years, and then you got two years of probation. Why are you getting swung out of the country? But let's go back to how egregious this asshole was. He was initially charged in September 2019 with statutory sexual assault, unlawful contact with a minor, corruption of minors, and indecent assault of a person younger in connection with an alleged inappropriate relationship he had with a 13-year-old, y'all, in 2017, who had reached out on, uh, to him on social media because, you know, his famous picture, right? In November 2019, he was slammed with a 21 additional charges after the Texas uh, said they found evidence of child porn on his phone and laptop in connection to the same case. Police found seven photos and three videos Vasquez and the girl exchanged in which they both were in various stages of nudity. The graphic imagery was discovered on electronic devices, which were confiscated uh, when he was arrested. So Vasquez, our bad guy, met the 13-year-old victim at a Pittsburgh's uh, PNC Park. I guess that's our baseball that's stadium. That's where they play. And, and took pictures with her outside the bullpen. And the complaint revealed that at the time of his arrest, he told police he had sex, but not really. With the girl in 2017. Hmm. She's fucking 13 years old. But during the trial, the prosecutor showed the jury the text message between the two in which Vasquez called the teen his slave. Mm. His slave. And fuck, man, that's just twisted. So he then faced more child porn charges in May of 2020 in Missouri, not in Pittsburgh, not in Pennsylvania this time. He sent a photo of himself masturbating to a 15 year old. Pennsylvania resident on July the 16th. This, that same night, he picked up a save in a game against the St. Louis Cardinals. Right, So he's, he's jacking off to a 15-year-old and then goes out and gets his job done. And, and you know, I, did, I, I don't... Wait, so he was still playing in 2020? The, well, that's when it, he, they, he got his final conviction. But the thing, my point being is this. You've got this... If on a child porn charges, like if Jim, if I send you, you know, a uh, um, nude video, or say your kid, and I send you a nude video of myself, that is automatically the least you can get is two years on where I sent it from, and two years on where you received it at. So it's two separate charges just for me. Mm-hmm. And, and and but he he did this, and he had sex with this kid. It was thirteen. He said, but not really. Well, the the, the disturbing thing it. here yeah. is uh, I can understand not being deported before you're convicted. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the the disturbing thing here is 
two years after his conviction is the length of time it right. took them to deport but, him. And, 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 and you're so, be but, but, within but, a week. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I I disagree just a little bit on that. I think you need to serve your time here. That, that he's not he didn't get deported back to go serve time. He's free. Yeah, they so say he got freed after a, what a, a year, and then they deport him back, and he's he's supposed to be on probation or whatever. What the fuck? You make, but, it, but it took here. him a year, a year time frame from the time he. Did whatever it is he right. had to do for his conviction to get deported, right? But and and but the sentence should have been way harsher. Oh, there's and, no and, doubt, and, and, I mean, and he should still be no riding in prison. It. And they uh, just deport him. He, hey, what you think he's doing back in his home home place? The I same agree. shit. I don't get it. Well, and it's not like as a country we have some kind of special agreement with Venezuela on and. I don't understand this because it, it starts in 2017, but they don't actually. Uh, he was sentenced to two to four years in prison in August of 21. Yeah, well, I mean, it takes a little while before you go to you get, go to trial, and, and I'm sure years? he took the plea bargain. Oh, yeah, four years, but then he's out in two years, and he's even though when he gets out, he's supposed to have two years probation, and they ship him back. He's free. Look, this guy was a major league pitcher. He had money. And well, you can do anything in the last four years that, if you got That's money. the other thing that's wrong with this is this guy is up on, you know, all of these charges and whatever teams it was, because it was a couple of teams. I mean, he kept getting paid and get, kept playing yeah. baseball while all of I mean, all-star, time all-star. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, whoever let that fucker go should be ashamed of themselves. And why don't you let well, him come? Why don't you let him come spend the night with your fucking kids? Whoever put him on the field and and paid him however many millions of dollars he was making in those those interim years that is thirteen year old kid that was was one of them sex with her but not really. And so when something like that happens, we we don't or can't exert pressure on the the country well, we're you, sending him back to to make sure he's in prison for i mean there's just nothing we can do I mean, that he didn't catch a charge down there he, the charges were in the united states he served his time in the united states and he's walking free and somebody else is going to get raped oh so, yeah whatever wow the world has become a smaller place and people are traveling more freely between countries than ever before and companies are doing more business outside of their home countries than ever before. The geniuses at Rosetta Stone saw this trend beginning to develop years ago and have dedicated decades toward researching and refining the best and most efficient way to teach someone a new language. Rosetta Stone has been one of our most loyal sponsors here at Real Life, Real Crime, and The Daily Show. And that's because many of you out there have trusted Rosetta Stone to prepare you for everything from a family reunion to a once-in-a-lifetime trip to a business trip in a faraway country. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program in the galaxy. Rosetta Stone's been there for us with a great product at a great price. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert in language learning for 30 years with millions of users. Rosetta Stone's intuitive process helps you pick up a new language naturally so you retain what you learn, and their true accent speech recognition feature is like having a personal trainer. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. 
For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and The Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Au revoir. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Never heard of anything like that. Me either. That's why I cover it and I don't give a shit about baseball. <laughs> well, it's not a baseball story. I Man, I like to go drink beer and eat hot dogs. Willie Stargell. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for dropping on a bit more baseball knowledge on this, Jim. Let's go to Jackson, Mississippi. Yep, go through there all the time. Where 46-year-old Latasha Crump Coleman was reported missing by her family back on July 19th of 2023. That's like... Five months ago. ago. So it's now been five months since she was last seen at her home. Latasha was a corrections officer in uh, in Jackson. Her one child, uh, who's in his 30s, is named Dexter. And uh, she was not married to the guy that is Dexter's father. And that, that man is not part of this story. She gets married later in May of 2013 to a man uh, that she later became estranged from. That will play into this heavily. Dexter last spoke to his mother, that's the son, on July 17th. On Wednesday, July 19th, Dexter and the rest of the Crump family realized something was wrong. They had a a great aunt pass away, great aunt pass away, who uh, Latasha was very close with. And so Dexter was trying to get uh, a hold of her because she's a corrections officer, I guess you can't have a phone, your right, mobile phone with you inside. inside the jail. So when he called uh, her job, uh, they told him she was a no-call, no-show that day, which very, very unlike her. And he had been trying her home and not getting her. So he went to the her mother, his mother's house. She wasn't home. He waited there for hours. She never returned. He noticed that her uh, Apple Watch, which apparently was a prized possession of hers, was at the house, as were her three dogs, which she was a big mm-hmm. dog lover. Big, boring sign. So um, the family knew she would never leave the dogs unattended. Right. Her car was gone, and so was her purse. So the Crump family decided to call the police and report her missing. It was just after 7.45 p.m. on July 19th that they made that report. The Mississippi Bureau of Investigations issued a silver alert for Latasha and put out several Facebook posts regarding her disappearance. The Jackson police never uncovered any concrete information on Latasha's case. The family has basically been working the case on their own now for months, according to Dexter. Family members believe Latasha's case was swept under the rug. They say that they think it was because or a contributing factor is that her disappearance happened at the exact time that the nation was paying attention to this Carly Russell story out right, of uh, right, right, out of Alabama right. with the fake 
toddler on the side of the road. Right. It was a hoax, right? So they they believe that Jackson police didn't take the case seriously because they thought it might be another hoax. Um, the family believes the Russell case made it more difficult for Latasha's case to get the attention it deserves. Family members have have come to suspect that Latasha's estranged husband, whose name is Derek Coleman, is the one behind her disappearance. Uh, she had obtained an order of protection against Derek in response to domestic violence allegations she had made. Latasha's brother, whose name is Cedric, Cedric Crump, was the last person to speak to her live on the phone. Cedric says his last call with Latasha was strange and that he could hear another person making noise in the background. Didn't know who that person was. Derek Coleman had a court hearing on Thursday, this is the estranged husband, to appeal a 2022 conviction for violating a protective order of, uh, you know, a no contact order with his estranged wife. So Coleman was found to have violated the conditions of his bond and his appeal was dismissed back to municipal court during that, um, uh, during that appearance. Latasha's family decided to attend the hearing and confront Coleman. We've got a, uh, a link to a video. We'll put it on YouTube, but an all out brawl breaks out in this courtroom after, um, after this hearing and the, the court cameras are rolling. So we get the whole thing. The fighting began as the two families moved to the lobby um, of the courthouse. Brief words were exchanged between Cedric, the brother and, uh, and Derek Coleman. And then several women began throwing punches at each other. The brawl was initially broken up by the Heinz County Sheriff's deputies. But the second the groups got back out into uh, uh, a wider area entryway, the fight broke out uh, again. In the end, five of them were arrested, all charged with disorderly conduct. One minor was injured in the fighting, but it's not life-threatening injuries. There are uh, there were no reports of actual serious injuries in, in the hostilities. Uh, Jackson uh, TV station WAPT reported the fight began because Latasha's relatives reacted angrily to the judge's ruling. They reportedly misunderstood his decision and thought that his use of the word dismissal meant that Coleman was going to be released. So while Crump's family insists Coleman had nothing to do, uh, 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 while Crump's family insists Coleman had something to do with Latasha's disappearance, he has not been charged in the case. Jackson Police uh, Chief Joe Wade said Coleman is high on the radar of law enforcement. The FBI has been brought in uh, as well to uh, to help in the case. And uh, but till five months later, no arrests and really all they have is suspicion about the estranged husband. Crazy, crazy I, story. I think that's the issue is there's just no evidence of anything. You got to have that, that something. I, I, that we know. I would tell you that, that what they're doing is pulling this guy's cell phone records, pinging the towers. All you know, a good investigation takes time, and especially when the body is still missing, y'all continue to call your tips on Miss Barbara Blunt's case, right? Because you never know which one's going to break Amen. it. But they, you're only going to get one shot to crack this dude and hopefully bring the body home. Uh, and so I, I don't they never believe, found her car. I, I don't believe that. The cops are not taking it serious. I mean, obviously they're brought in, in, in the FBI, but they're going they're gonna to get this dude. And I can tell you, you know, when it when it comes to family members, 
these people are closest right to this case. And uh, if that were my family member, I would be frustrated as hell that it's five months later and nobody knows anything. And, and, you know, so I get it a hundred percent. I don't, I don't know that, uh, you know, the Carly Russell case had it. I don't think that played into it. Just, I mean, what I know, you know, what would play into it on that? I, 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 yeah, that's what, they know of at the time, but the deal being is she's a grown woman, even though she left her dogs and everything behind, they were like, mm, you know, we, we'll give it 48 hours and we'll give it however long. And then we'll have to put somebody on it and start working it like that. And mm-hmm. then eventually this guy, you know, they go back in his history, the protective order and all that. So, yeah. And she was also a corrections officer and there's a lot of right. bad people in jail, right? Uh, absolutely. Sure. absolutely. It could be anybody. It may not be this guy, but, 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 Somebody, they're going to hopefully let's pray that they find out and they don't have to wait 19 years like Courtney Coco's family. But in cases like this, Woody, it's what are the stats? It's like X percent are solved in the first 24, 48. And after that, the 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 odds shrink. They go down in the longer cases, cold, the lower percentage, you have a chance that less than 1% of all cold cases ever get solved. And, and it's, it's, it's still that low, low with DNA and everything. And we've been blessed. You know, I made my career uh, in law enforcement solving a lot of cold cases. But then we've been really blessed with Real Life Real Crime Original and solving two, getting the, uh, the third one, getting the family what they wanted out of it. And, of course, Miss Barbara Blunt's case is still open. But prayer for them and, and, you know, I hope they – I hope to get to bring her home. That's the main thing. Yeah, no doubt. We see so many cases where these uh, street cameras and the uh, the license plate uh, uh, locate readers, readers uh, are key. I mean, all that. Well, I don't know what I don't know what Jackson has, but if you you basically know the date and you know she left home in her car with her purse, shouldn't you be able to follow her? That they that takes time. Do you know how long it takes to go to every business and even the. Like if they pass a, a truck way station, I mean, the, the, you have to have people put boots on the ground, go scour all these things and pray that they get lucky. And maybe they pulled it's the like, license hey, you plate off of there. Yeah, yeah, right. It's only been yeah. five months. That's not that's not a long time, people. I mean, the, the I mean, I did one that was 32 years old. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, but. Hearts go out to them. Hopefully they'll, they'll get to bring it home. Seems like a lifetime to them, I'm right, sure. Right, every, every day. Yeah. So, uh, Woody, I know the answer to this question already, but you got any tattoos? Yeah, I do. I have one on uh, the inside of my wrist and one on my shoulder. Mike? Only one location. <laughs> yeah, I got to talk about it. When I'm unhappy, it just says eat. Yeah. And when I'm happy, it says eat at Joe's on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I thought, I thought he would have a tramp stamp. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's got. Tramp stamp. Always, 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 always wanted one of those. Remember the barbed wire around the yeah, bicep? Yeah. 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 All right, so we're going to tell you, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you a tattoo story. How about right. that? That turned into a crime. And a man who received, y'all ready for this, mm-hmm. a Waffle House tattoo. What? Nice. That's what? right. A Waffle House. Yeah, what does that look yeah, like? Yeah. Like just the logo? Just the hey, freaking logo shout Waffle out to House, Yolanda I guess, Reed. with the little red and yellow. Yolanda Reason's got the real life, real crime tattoo yeah. on, on her shoulder. Well, and this. Waffle House. 
that's that's out there. That's out there. So uh, <laughs> a man who received that Waffle House tattoo from a Florida shop was taken to jail for failing to pay for it. Uh, that's right. Dying in Ashland's tattoo. Yeah. Max Krejnik of Clearwater, Florida. Home of, home of Clearwater, home of Hulk Hogan. For right. those of you. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that Hillsborough or Pinellas? Hogan. Remember that. Was arrested on petty theft on December 2nd, and deputies were called to the Ink Gods, G-O-D-Z, in St. Petersburg after Kresnik received a $250 tattoo, but when it was time to pay, he didn't have his debit card. All of a sudden, you ain't got your debit card. He reportedly could not provide proof of having that amount of money in his bank account, so they must have said, well, pull out your phone and prove to us that it's in your bank account, and he... He couldn't prove that, so he refused to pay the bill after they gave him multiple options. Look, we take Venmo, we right, take PayPal. Right. What, you know, he says, "Well, I just ain't, I ain't got none of that." So in his bag, <laughs> in his bag, he only had six dollars in his driver's oh license. Oh. Well, guess where he was booked? Not the Waffle House, Pinellas County, Pinellas yeah. County. Yeah, Pinellas gets only yeah. in Pinellas County, you're going to get a oh, Waffle House tattoo, right. baby. That that is and not pay for a whole different <laughs> dining dash on your Waffle House. That's tattoo. right. And that is crazy. Now the next day, he was released on a hundred fifty dollar bond, that's, but that's probably you know, that's probably how much the tattoo costs. It made me think about the crazy tattoos that people get and stuff, yeah. and and uh, Miss Yolanda, she's got a great tattoo. Right, so really like, hers ain't I'm crazy gonna, at I'm all. Get, I'm gonna get one of those one day. Yeah, yeah, but you know, have you, you know, in all your time of living on this earth, ever seen a crazy tattoo? I got a good story for you. If you yeah, think. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Any crazy tattoo other than the, you know, warm? Yeah, my piece my oldest son has happy. a rather crazy one that was a result of a fraternity stunt. Mm. That covers most of his ass. His wife and young daughter, I'm sure, are proud of. Very good. Well, uh, I'll tell you a quick little story um, about a tattoo. So uh, I'm not going to name this individual, you know, to protect the innocent. But an individual that I know that works in the medical industry uh, had someone come in one day. And this particular person does mammograms. And so uh, the lady comes in to get her mammogram, and this was at a a prison that they were doing these mammograms, and she pulls off her shirt, and uh, this person, the swim, if you will, (laughs) or I don't know how you'd say it, but uh, this person proceeds to do the mammogram, but she had an interesting tattoo, this particular prisoner, and it was of a penis (laughs) <laughs> and it covered the entire front of her from her belly to her breast. Oh my God. And then at the very end of it, it was as ejaculating. if it was ejaculating. Oh my God. Yeah. That's love. How I mean, about that? I'm you guys, you know. about love. <laughs> I, I, I know. So, some big Bruno got her to do it, but yeah. you know what? I bet she, she paid for it. I, though. No, 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 maybe not. I mean, unless the Zuzus and Zing Zings, it probably was a present hat. Oh, right? good point. That, that's a big deal. Well, you know, tattoo machines are illegal in prison. They make the homemade ones and getting tattooed is self-defacing as a charge. Really? Yep. Interesting. Right. What's well, the tattoo artist thinking as they're putting that one that's together? A, you know, I'm sure they've seen it all. We ought to have a tattoo artist in here one day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Very good. We'll pay for your Waffle House tattoos, people. I can't. What is this, like the, the the sign of the Waffle House? Or It must have scattered, been the whole house. chunked and monked or whatever. The no, fuck it was probably, you know, the, the, whole the red and yeah. yellow building with They're Waffle like, House in the, the middle. sitting in the, in the, yeah. in the booth and the, the escapees from whatever the jail was. <laughs> hey, I like a little Waffle House yeah, now. Right? Ooh, scattered, smothered, chunk. Anyway. Wait, so you, you like the Waffle House? Yeah, Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Waffle House yeah. is good okay. food. Okay, okay. I thought you so, guys ridiculed me for saying I wanted to try it. Mm. You never tried we it. We were shocked you, right. never you never tried, tried it. it. That yeah. was the ridicule. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually I did. There was one that was like right uh, around Vandy Campus way back in the day. But I don't know if it was if it was officially part of the chain. Yeah, you're more of a IHOP or Cracker Barrel guy, Mike. I know you guys love my Hollywood crime stories. Oh, yeah, that's the fucking highlight of my day. Well, you're a big Keanu Reeves fan. I know that. Hey, the original Point Break, baby. That was the best Johnny movie. Utah. Yes. So Johnny, Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. What a stud. Johnny yeah. Utah over John Wick? Oh, Absolutely. All day long. Absolutely. And in the Matrix and all the other shit. Yeah. Johnny Utah. Yeah, Johnny Utah's the, 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 my choice the, as well. The, so. the, the closing scene when he finally catches on that beach and when, when it's a thousand-year wave coming <laughs> and he uncustomed and lets him go. That's Patrick Swayze was pretty good in that yeah, one, Yeah, he's, he's a stud, too. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, friends of mine produced the remake of that. I don't know if you guys I even know that. there was a remake yeah, yeah, of it. It's, uh, it's kind of crazy. They went... They spent spent a lot more money than they made, I think. But uh, uh, the original is the original, and I'm never going to outdo the original. Very busy. Keanu um, had his uh, L.A. home burglarized on Wednesday night. Yeah, where were you, Mike? He, I was, uh, I was not uh, in California, so I'm in the clear. Uh, Reeves fifty nine was not at home at the time when multiple men wearing ski masks broke into his home, stole a firearm and fled the scene before police arrived. At approximately 7 p.m., an anonymous tip about a possible intruder at Reeves' residence prompted the LAPD to respond. Despite a thorough search by officers, no signs of trespassers were discovered. However, at around 1 a.m., police received a report of an activated alarm at the presence at the premises. This time, security cameras captured individuals wearing ski masks, breaking through a window, and entering the house. Despite another thorough search by officers, no signs of the trespassers were discovered. The robbers stole one firearm before making a swift getaway, according to uh, TMZ. It's weird that you'd get into. How in the fuck does there no reason I have security alarms and shit on this house? He just sold no, these, to the, the, now, now we're going to go rob him. The security alarm went off at 1 a.m. Okay, but say so the videos? They, they. The security cameras captured individuals okay. wearing right. ski masks right. I miss, I miss through that. a window. I and right. Yeah, so they, they got the people on, on camera, but, but by the time the police got there, nobody was there. Investigators are currently reviewing the footage from both Reeves' home and the surrounding neighborhood in search of additional clues. Police are specifically looking into uh, is whether the first call to cops was made by someone who was scoping the house. Earlier this year, Reeves secured a temporary restraining order against a stalker who had supposedly showed up at his house. The actor who owns this $5.6 million, 5,600 square foot estate in the Hollywood Hills hired a security firm to investigate a guy by the name of Brian Dixon. Dixon, who's 39, kept turning up at Reeves' home. Security footage shows Dixon trespassing six 
times between November 5th of 22 and January of 23. Dixon allegedly entered through a side gate and fell asleep in the home's backyard on November 5th before eventually getting thrown out. The security footage shows Dixon peering over walls, smoking in the garden, walking along an outdoor terrace. Wait, listen to this. He then returned the next morning leaving a suspicious and alarming backpack on the property. Inside of the backpack was a DNA testing kit. Apparently, Dixon intended to give Reeves a DNA test in his delusional attempt to prove that they were blood relatives. So this guy was convinced that he and uh, Keanu were related. (laughs) So I I can't believe how many times his his house has been broken into. Uh, He... Uh, the Reeves house was also the scene of back-to-back break-ins a couple of years ago. At the time, a female intruder reportedly wandered into the Reeves' home, stripped her clothes off, hey. and jumped mm-hmm. into his pool. All right. Welcome aboard. He was later <laughs> He was later granted a restraining order to keep her away from him and his property. Authorities arrived at the property and escorted the woman away. Just two days before that, Reeves had confronted another woman who he found in the house. She she had wandered uh, wandered into Reeves' estate after the cleaning company had left the front gate open. Hopefully you fired that cleaning company, Keanu. When confronted by the star, the woman told him she had come to meet him. Right. After calmly reacting to the situation, he called the police and they took her into, into custody. So... Question. I mean, if you guys could, if you could break into any star's home and you were guaranteed not to get caught, whose home would you break into? Wait, before we get into that, though, before we get into that, I just want to say that me and Woody deal with this all the time. People jumping (laughs) our gates. We love it. We love our fans. We love our lifers. We embrace them. They get naked and run through the yards, whatever. That's 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 it. Try to tackle them. Uh, Uh, okay, so in the yards. Okay, what about when they? What about when your your rabid fans break into your home? Hey, that's um, another question. Um, yeah, that's, another, <laughs> that's, a, that's a circus. But thing. back to your original question, Britney Spears. I was gonna say Carrie Underwood just for the legs. Britney Spears just because she. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's fine. Hey, oh, Britney Spears oh, is love. fine. What, she's dude? Right? Are you she's nuts? Kentwood, Louisiana girl. I know she is. They're trying to sell that family house right now. But she's um, pretty. Wow. I think you got to get on the gram and and check out some of Britney's latest work. It's, I it's a, I I yeah. checked it. But out. I tell you what, it's when a, she was a little bit scary when she was young and famous, eighteen, obviously, swim. Uh, back before they start recording stuff, when you run driver's license, swim pulled up her shit. Just to make that. Eighteen <laughs> year old driver's license. Yeah, she feels hot. <laughs> when uh, when I first moved out there, I had a little thing for Jennifer Love Hewitt. Remember her? I remember her. Jennifer Anderson being that one. She lived in my, Jennifer. She Anderson's. lived in my neighborhood. Now that we're talking about Jennifer's, no, but Jennifer Love Hewitt lived in my neighborhood, so I knew the house. Her yeah. mother lived right across the street. And you had you had. You had evil thoughts. <laughs> uh, Miss Jerry would prevent those evil thoughts. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov 
slash careers. Super cops. Little super cop. All right. We are bringing you another episode of super cops and a police officer crawled across a frozen lake to rescue two fishermen and a dog. So we're going to shout him out. Uh, Body camera footage showed Deputy Chris failed crawling across the ice to rescue the three. The heroic deputy was able to rescue two men and a dog using a rope, which was tied around his waist. Mm. The men were fishing on a lake in Minnesota on December 5th when they fell through the ice. Uh, Feld and Deputy Kirk Granby were first on the scene and decided they couldn't wait for backup. Uh, The sheriff's office, marine unit equipment and resources were on their way, but they could not get there immediately. As such, Feld decided to go out to rescue the men and their pet who had become hypothermic by this time. Both men, the dog and Deputy Feld, were able to make it safely to shore and the men were transported to a nearby hospital. And the sheriff's office said noticing the males were showing signs of hypothermia, Deputy Feld made the decision to begin the rescue uh, before the Sheriff's Office Marine Unit and equipment could arrive. With the support from other responders on the scene, both males, the dog and the deputy, were able to get off the water. We are thankful all are okay, and Deputy Feld's selfless action to help others in need. He's our super cop for today. Look, man, that's no joke. You got three people broke through ice and you're you're creeping out there. That's a bad, that's a bad deal. Yeah. I mean, you break through the ice, you only got minutes anyway, but especially if it's moving water underneath, it sweeps you underneath ice and you can't break out, right? That's right. Super cop. Minnesota, December 5th. That's a little shocking that it wouldn't be, uh, frozen thick there yeah i I thought that too it must have been must just been a soft spot i mean even in you know might have been like worse of conditions you could have a yeah spring or something i grew up on a uh so we called it a creek it was a canal but in the you know bad winters it would freeze over and a bunch of us would get together and play hockey on it but uh but (laughs) people had docks uh, along the along the canal, and they would all uh, have bubble systems to make sure that the water immediately around their poles and their dock didn't get uh, frozen, so that didn't get lifted with yeah. the tide. Right? Right, right, right. So whenever somebody shot a puck wildly and it went over near somebody's dock, you had to approach, you know, yeah. quietly um, and try to not disturb it. And I had a couple of times over the years where uh, where I went in, but you're at the you know, you're at the point where it's three or four feet yeah. deep right there. So it's more a matter of just still cause a lot freezing of, your ass uh, off cause in a the lot of shrinkage. ice cold water. <laughs> yeah, my tattoo only said B that day when I got when I got out. But um, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And y'all. Oh, I can tell what I can tell outside of what he is. He's, he's cradling his phone Listen, carefully. You're going to shit yourselves. Okay, so look, we, you know, most of the time the kinky crimes are kind of funny and all that, but we talk about these different fetishes and stuff. So I'm looking at it yesterday. I'm like, I want to know, because you know, I know there's they have the FBI's got everything possible, imagine, uh, labeled as a fetish. So what I want to do today, I'm going to read you a couple of terms. I'm going to mess some of them up because they're crazy. 
uh, then I'm going to tell you what the fetish is. The name of the fetish, and then what it would actually Are we guessing, is. or you're just No, 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 don't guess, because you'll never get it. The, uh, the first one is spelled A-N-I-L-L-I-A-G-N-I-A, Analogina, right? You know what, it's a fetish. You know what that one is? What? It's attraction by uh, young men to older women. So it's mm. basically people like cougars, all right? That one's not bad. So the next one is anthropophagologina. You know what that one is? What? The raping and then cannibalizing of another person. Oh, my God. Right? This is shit people get off to. These are fetishes, sexual fetishes. The next one is A-N-T-H-R-O-P-O-P-H-A-G-Y. You know what that one is? What? The ingesting of human flesh wow. while, they, while they're masturbating, right? Ugh. right? This one is fucking really twisted. Uh, apatomonophilia. You know what that is? <laughs> you fantasize about being an amputee. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> All right, so being one or being, being with one. one? No, no, no. You fantasize right. about the cutting your own shit off while you, and you masturbate to it. Wow. Um, aquaphilia. Well, this one is and a I sexual fetish water. that involves people swimming, posing, or even drowning in water. Drowning? <laughs> yeah. They, I, they, they, get, they, oh they beat off this. I thought that was going to be about sex with a well, fish. Well, uh, let me tell you, uh, before you go any further, it yeah. seems all crazy, but, you know, there's people out there that like to get choked and stuff. Oh, oh I, like, wait, wait. Which brings us uh, alphabetical order. Asphyxophilia, which I'm very familiar with because I've worked these cases, and that is... The act of being asphyxiated or strangled. Look, that's right? a big deal. And and so the ones I the cases I've worked, the people that do it when they're masturbating, and they have these choke systems with safety releases, and I find them in the closets hung. And what would happen is, what they masturbate right when they get to the point of orgasm, they choke themselves out to the blackout and makes the orgasm like a hundred times harder. Oh, but so God. many How times, how do they know if they're passed out? So many times people would call me in and they'd be, you know, their family members hanging in a closet and they think it's suicide. Well, it's not suicide when you got the porn mag on the bottom. And I've seen this a bunch yeah. of times before. Now, I'll just give you all a couple more wow. ones, right? This one is fucking just crazy. I mean, it's just called attraction to disability. And it's people with one or more physical disabilities. So it's, that's people who are actually attracted to people. Who are like in wheelchairs and shit. And that's crazy. Um, two more, and then we'll end it for today. The this is this has got to be Mike's jam. Auto gone astophilia. You know what that is? Attraction cars. No, uh. it, 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 you you fantasize and masturbate to being on stage or camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's a He has that. We need to learn a proper pronunciation. <laughs> and one last one, we'll go back to the super cop. And I, don't, I don't think he has this. Um, auto asanophilia, which is you masturbate to being in life-threatening situations. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was those were all A's. You, you only got through one letter. Look, the, no, wow. I didn't get it's through that one letter. There's like a hundred more A's. So well, I'm going to bring you some of these in the future because they are just. I mean, they're funny. Obviously, some of them. Some of them are just so sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that is good. kinky crimes. How they came up with them? Bizarre ones, right? Crazy. Give me some banjos, Jim. Banjo time. Thank you.
Well, we have uh, searched far and wide during the course of our first year to find dumb criminals. True. And I believe today we have found the dumbest dumb criminal. We've got to come up with a head list for dumb criminals. The all-star team. The dumbest dumb criminal of all. A North Carolina man named Forrest Fuller had successfully used his 1924 printing press to produce real enough looking bills to pass for currency at some local establishments. Mm -hmm. Hmm. He'd passed 10s, 20s, and even some 50s sporadically over time. This day would be different. He was going to go for the big score today. Forrest's confidence was high as he entered a Walmart store in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Investigators told the Winston-Salem Journal that 53-year-old Forrest Fuller tried to buy a vacuum cleaner, a microwave oven, and several other items. When the Walmart cashier ran up his purchases, the total came to $476.46. Fuller calmly presented the cashier with a bill. A single $1 million bill. Oh, my God. That's right. Fuller decided what the fuck and went for it, creating a $1 million forgery bill. The cashier presumed it was a joke and laughed at him, but soon realized that Forrest was serious. Oh, my God. And when he insisted the bill was real and aggressively requested his change, the cashier called out to her manager for assistance. Manager. Store employees... Tried to, uh, tried to reason with Forrest, were unable to, and called police after his insistence that the bill was legitimate. Oh, Fuller was arrested. Fuller was charged with attempting to obtain property by false pretense and uttering a forged instrument. But in a rather unique twist to this case, the forgery charges were later dropped by prosecutors. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Davidson County... Uh, This is where we are in North Carolina. Prosecutors voluntarily dismissed the charges against Forrest Fuller of attempting to obtain property by false pretense and using a forged instrument. The reason they dropped the charges is that you can't create a forgery of something that doesn't doesn't exist. exist. Since there's no such thing as a million dollar bill, it's not impossible to create a forgery of one. Assistant DA Greg Brown wrote in court documents, uh, uh, that he was dismissing the charges in the interest of justice. In order to uh, appoint a certified forensic evaluator for Fuller was sealed, according to court documents. Those involved declined further comment, but Fuller was fined for some misdemeanor charges. Banned Des- from Walmart forever. Despite, yeah. And from Walmart forever. Despite his good fortune, I think you'll all agree, this guy deserves some meat. Can I give a change, please? <laughs> I insist oh, on a change <laughs> of 999000 whatever. Whatever. Yeah, people don't realize. And they should have that. What, I mean, what, they what should. What is the largest bill? A thousand? Five thousand. Now it's a hundred. Well, it's I, still in circulation. A hundred thousand dollar bill? No, a hundred dollar bill is the largest yeah. bill in current circulation. That's yeah, that's true. But they, they used made, to make it 10000 They used That's to make correct. It they made it 10000 I have a $5,000 bill. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't tell people that. Be like Reeves' house. I don't have it here. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not at your house either. <laughs> it's not in my who's, house who's either. On the, who's on the $5,000 bill? I think it's... Um, um, Woody Over. I can see his face. Uh, 
be. God, honest. that's a good question, Mike. I can't remember. Apollo, Apollo Creed. Yeah, Apollo Creed. Yeah. I wonder who's on the ten thousand. We should look that up. But they, and, and and they stopped making those I can tell like you. a long time ago. And ten thousand dollars back at the time that they were making a ten thousand right. dollar bill me, was worth like over a hundred grand. Let now. me tell you who's on both of them. Okay, you got it. Someone who's never been inside my kitchen. <laughs> okay. Less that, well, that eliminates a lot of right. people. Jim's coming up with it. Who's on that 5K? Secretary of uh, Treasury Salmon P. Chase. Oh, maybe it was what? Chase. It was Lincoln's Chase. Secretary of the Treasury. Chase Manhattan that's, Bank. Hey, well, that's bullshit. Get that guy out of there. I mean, you got to have somebody... There he is. He, yeah, well, he Apollo Creed he would have been far more appropriate. Yeah. And actually, they did make a hundred thousand dollar bill. And who was on that? What? Mm-hmm. Someone yep. who's Woodrow in my Wilson. That's my, that's my my namesake. There you go. My grandfather's Clubber, name Clubber was, Lang was on the Woodrow 10, Wilson. How about that? My great great grandfather before they had Secret Service. Anyway, bodyguarded him when he came to Louisiana to play poker. That's so there you go. But you're right. Uh, not in circulation uh, any longer. Five hundred dollar bills are hard to come by. Very hard to come by. Yeah, right well, it's still people still use still it. legal tender though. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, if it's yeah. out of circulation, it's out of circulation. A ten thousand dollar bill is still, still legal yeah. tender. Yeah, you know. But if you hey, look, I will give someone ten thousand dollars for a ten thousand dollar bill. That's right big now. of you. No right. problem. <laughs> <laughs> no problem because it's worth about fifty thousand. Well, so say, yeah, very very interesting. Um, I don't know. Love, yeah. it. Love it. I think it was a great show. But All right. Any other, any final thoughts? Yeah. The, again, I'm, I'm, I got to keep saying this, y'all, because the podcast industry is what it is. And unfortunately, it's a business. Y'all make sure you are still subscribed to Real Life Real Crime Original, Real Life Real Crime Daily, wherever you can listen to a podcast, Bloody Angola, uh, um, because they did some more winky winky bullshit. And you may not be getting your automatic downloads. So hit that button. That's the official industry description to right. winky, 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 bullshit. winky bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So that's like what it. they should call it. Be on the lookout for winky, winky bullshit. <laughs> and uh, we love y'all. That's right. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. I'm Mike Agavino. Your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Mm-hmm. Thank Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.